You're listening to the 12 Days of Crusade Miss 2023, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. Astro Cities. Hello and welcome to the fifth day of the 12 Days of Crusademus for 2023, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. The 12 Days of Crusademus is our gift to the podcast community to celebrate the holiday season. And we're celebrating this joyous season by sharing with you some comic book titles that may have gotten by you in the past. Each day of the 12 Days of Crusademus will bring you a hidden gem of a comic series brought to you either by one of our Holly Jolly co-hosts or one of our podcast celebrity guests until we get all the way to December 25th, Christmas Day. I'm your host for this fifth day of Crusademus, Delvin Williams, a.k.a. I'm Dreaming of a Dark Christmas. And here are the three guys I had to pull from watching Die Hard again, joining me for today's unwrapping. Guys, guys, focus here. Yippee-ki-yay, Millen Farmer. Look at me. I'm the captain now. That's a different movie. But I got (laughs) Jared to laugh. All right, first up, we have Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados. Merry Christmas and welcome to the show, Pat. The, it's actually DJ Morris Feldman Christatos Kringle, since we're uh, watching uh, my, my, my Yippie Kaye Morris Feldman Morris Christatos Kringles. Yep. yep. Yes. And since it's it's the fifth day, right? The fifth day, and on the fifth day, we hand out golden rings to everybody, right? I'll take one for certain. Absolutely. You want one? Okay, well, you'll get one. But I have a little joke for you that goes along with that. So, And it goes a little something like this. Why did the Olympic gold medalist quit the sport? I don't know, Pat. Why? He wanted to try his hand at becoming a jewelry maker and creating five golden rings. I, I want you to know the entire time that Jared was giving you a look. Stink guy? I, yep. I, I, I feel as if he thinks that you're infringing on his bit. Um, we did this be- We did this yesterday. Hmm. You remember? And now it's, it's a bit off. Whose joke oh. is better? That's what we're doing now. Oh my! I I we I, did do that. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know. I was and then whoever of, wins the big stocking at the end, full of I did not know. I was in the bits middle. and bits. Bit yeah, it, it's a bit off, boys. It's a bit off. It's a bit off. Okay, all right. Christmas well, bit off. That's what happens now. Well, in that case, then you know, let, let's let's bring up our next contestant here. His name is Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist, known to some people as Death Pro. Jared, Merry Christmas to you and. Uh, Where's your joke, man? Uh, I mean, Pat came with the fire. I came with the guns blazing. Yes, rings of fire. The rings of fire. I came with. Question mark. Well, Merry Christmas to you, Delvin. I got you a whole bag of Twinkies here uh, in honor of Die Hard, and it's not racist just because the black character got the Twinkies, and I'm giving you the Twinkies. It's coincidental. That's okay. Twinkies are delicious. Okay, good. Whew, that was awkward for a second. All right, so technically, only John. McLean ate the Twinkie because all all of his got smashed in the car. John McLean was the one that had to eat the Twinkie because that was all who <laughs> was around. So he could be John McLean. There you I've go. Forgotten all that. <laughs> Jason has got his PhD in Die Hard. I forgot. Action film face off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Christmas joke time. So uh, it's more of a safety warning, really. 
Uh, be careful out there. The roads are slick. Uh, they do get icy. And speaking of icy, I recently learned that is the easiest word to spell in the English language. And as I look at it, I see why. Looks like, you know, this this competition of the bit-off, it's, it's going neck and neck. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Pat brought the fire <laughs> and, and Jared brought the ice. Yeah. Damn straight. And I'm bringing to the show Jason Albrecht, a.k.a. the Weasel Skull. Merry Christmas to you, Jason. Merry Christmas. Smile, Delvin. It's Christmas. It's a time for miracles. I didn't know we were doing joke-offs, but now that I know there's a prize, I got to get involved. So this one's just coming totally up top of my head. I'm just going into my toolbox right now. Did not come prepared. Here's my joke. Ready? Here goes. My wife left me. I had a gambling problem. Pretty sure I can win her back. <laughs> what does that have to do with Christmas? Uh, what does yours have to do with Christmas? <laughs> Neither of yours had anything to do with Mine was about ice. All right. Okay. <laughs> you did have a loose count. I, I'm starting to regret pulling all three of you from Die Hard, to be honest with you. But we got a show to put on. And and since we have a show to put on, we and it's day five, we're, we're not to the later days yet. We have a guest. Joining us around the fireplace is a longtime friend to the show. His name is Dave Battle Battle something. What, what which one is it, Dave? It's Dave Battle Van Collins. I mean, I know ah. there's a lot of debate out there, but it is not wagon. It's definitely not wagon. It's definitely van. And uh, I drove that van to the festively decorated studios of the Longbox Crusade. So it was. It, we can all step outside when we get done and take a nice little spin in it. You know, I, 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 I prepped the spot for him. I, I painted yeah. the sign that says "Battle Wagon Parking Only," and he parked yeah. right in that spot. And that's not where I parked. I ran over that sign <laughs> and then parked up on the curve. Mother, <laughs> Maurice Feldman. Yes, that's what you meant to say, uh, Jared. So, yes, that, Dave. I see you have a gift uh, here uh, with you, uh, being the kind person that you are. Could, could you please tell us what do you have gift wrapped in that stocking? As you heard in the singing intro today is five Astro Cities, which means we're unwrapping Astro City Half from 1998, published by Image Comics. Astro City is a book filled with characters that are new, but at the same time, very familiar. Created and written by Kurt Busick. Illustrated by Brent Anderson with character designs and painted covers by a little known fellow by the name of Alex Ross. Astro City began in 1995 and has been published by Image, Homage, Wildstorm, and Vertigo Comics with a total of over 100 issues being published. Some of the main reasons I love this book are firstly the fact that they take normal characters and stories that we've often read in comics and give them a fresh, new twist. So as I said before, they feel familiar but give the audience something more. Secondly, I feel that they do a good job of showing us a day-in-the-life kind of view of our characters, the regular lives, if you will. It's not always actions and fights. I feel this book does an excellent job of really humanizing the heroes and villains. Third, as in the book we will be discussing today, I like the focus on regular folks and how the actions of the heroes affect the lives of people who normally would not get their story told. And lastly, it's just so pretty to look at. The art style just feels right for the stories that are being told. Have any of you read any Astro City comics before? I'll start with you, Jared. No, sir, I have not, but I have to tell a brief story about Alex Ross. I met him at a con in Chicago one time back in like 2000, and I went up to him and I was like, man, I just love your work. I was like, Appetite for Destruction is one of the greatest albums of all time. 
you know, welcome to the jungle, baby. And he just looked at me like I from another planet. And I think it was, is it Tom or Tim Braithwaite? Braithwaite was sitting next to him. And he leaned over and he goes, it's an Axl Rose joke. He's Alex Ross, Axl Rose. And everybody laughed. And I still think Alex Ross didn't get it. But everybody laughed, but Alex Ross. He was still like befuddled. <laughs> I was just glad somebody got it because I knew it was stupid. But would, anyway. would you say he gave you an icy stare? He really did. Like, And I deserved it because it's a bad joke. But the other guy got it. So <laughs> it's like, you know. Anyway, uh, Dave, no, I have never read an Astro City before. No points for pre-reading, but uh, points for the beautiful Alex Ross story. Jason, how about you? You know, I have read quite a bit of Astro City. It's one of those comics that I kind of jumped on to a little bit later, but I had a pretty good run through my local comic book store. I had them pull it for me. I, I found the stories very interesting and entertaining. We'll talk more about it tonight. Outstanding. Pat, how about you? I have not read an Astro City comic, but I have hearsay around the comic universe and the people we hang out with and, and some podcasts that I listen to and all that, that this is definitely a comic series that is well-loved by many and lots of great talk about it. So I'm glad we got a chance to dive into this one. Outstanding. Look forward to hearing what you have to say about it. And last but certainly not least, Delvin. I've never read Astro City before, and Jared, I just wanted to say, suffice it to say, your joke did not bring Axel Ross to his shana, nana, 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 knees, knees. Take you down to the Astro City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Jason. He called Uber and said, I please I take me home. <laughs> I did not know this was going to divulge into this, but okay. All right. Yeah, great. Yes, you did. Really? Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I did not. Dave, you know when you're here, you're in the jungle, baby. <laughs> I did. You're going to die. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> but when you're high, you never, ever want to come I down. Do. I do. Why did Jason down. <laughs> Shut down. down. You always do this on my show, Sujir. Uh, just, <laughs> I, I got my eye on you, all. Why do I do this? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. Merry Christmas, everyone. Dave, back to you. All right. Well, now that all that's over, I'm going to give a quick summary of this particular issue. So Michael has a problem, and that problem is he is being driven mad by the thoughts and dreams of a woman, a woman who he knows everything yet nothing about, a woman that in his dreams completes him, a woman named Miranda. Michael can absolutely not get her off his mind. It causes him trouble at work, trouble with his friends, and he becomes obsessed with finding out who she is. The problem is no one knows who or what he is talking about, and everyone thinks he is nuts. He finally turns to pills to help him sleep, but even they stop working, and in a fit of exhaustion and longing for answers, he is about to take even more pills, which is when we get to meet one of our unique Astro City heroes, the Hangman. The Hangman says little, but Michael understands he is there to help, and the Hangman uses his powers to give Michael the details of a massive battle. The Timekeeper is a low-level villain who is constantly being thwarted by our heroes that inhabit Astro City. In a fit of rage, he decides to go back in time and stop them from all being born in an attempt to prove to himself he is not a loser. His efforts bring him face-to-face -face with the Lord of Time, who cautions the Timekeeper to go back. But like all good villains, he refuses and engages in a battle that rages across time, unraveling and reweaving the time stream. In the end, he is defeated, but some things just could not be fixed like the fact that Miranda's grandparents never met, which is when Michael realizes she was his wife 
and at the same time, she never existed. While the hangman cannot bring her back, he can do one of two things, allow Michael to forget or grant him peace through understanding. That night, Michael sleeps without drugs or fear, but understanding and dreams of the woman he loves. So what did you guys think of this issue? Pat, we'll go with you this time. Well, Dave, I'm glad you asked. And I'm actually glad that you mentioned about this series and how sometimes they go into just other people that aren't heroes in there. Because I was wondering, was this guy a hero and he got mind wiped or something from this, whatever this time trappy guy or what the, this time guy tried to do? And he, his, his mind got like wiped out or something like that? I didn't know, but I'm glad you said what you said, that this is just a day in the life or a quick glance at a normal human like me having an issue dealing with something that happened by a bunch of supers. And so I thought it helps me understand this one a lot more now. And I really appreciate that. Looking at the art of this one. Oh man, this is great. The hangman guy, man, what a kind of creepy guy you don't want to see come into your room at night, but looks cool. Yeah. I wasn't sure what to expect in this one. And seeing some of the heroes as that were going on that were in this, like the American guy, the slugger guy, like his Bucky or his Robin, so to say, kind of a guy. And some of the other superheroes in here, I thought were really interesting. I kind of want to read a little bit more about this universe now. And if did they do that all with the rest of the story? Or was that more of the, you see more of the superhero lives going on and their kind of lifestyles? A lot of times you see the heroes. Uh, there's several good runs that they that one page. There's a double page spread in there when you, when everybody listening to this picks up this book and reads it because they're going to be so intrigued. There's a nice double page spread in there of the battle across time, and at the bottom it gives a lot of different shots of all the different characters that inhabit Astro City, like the Samaritan. Yeah. He's kind of the Superman character. It kind of runs the gamut. Like you'll have you'll go through a couple of issues. There's a very good run of one particular guy, the confessor, we'll talk about him more later. Usually they'll break those up with like real human stories. Uh, there's one story that's absolutely fantastic about a reporter trying to write a story about a superhero battle. And it's just about what he can prove. And it's just an absolutely fantastic story. But yeah, you get a little of everything. You get like the heroes and then you get the day in the life of the normal guy on the street type situation. Oh, cool. Very good. All right, Jared, it's up to you, sir. Listening to Pat just kind of gush about it as a first-time reader really makes me wish I'd read it. I didn't, but if I had, I probably would agree with him on this one. I was wondering who was going to not do the homework. Good-looking cover, you know? The back cover was also nice. Uh, the weight of it felt like a comic book. The pa paper was of good quality. Staples, shiny. Uh, all right, I'll stop. So, no, echo what Pat said. That was really cool, and I'd never dipped a toe into Astro City before, but I think you did something really well here, Dave. And I don't compliment you a lot, so really put your headphones on tight and listen. I've, let me <laughs> I, let me let me focus in. I'm just gonna look. I'm just gonna stare into the just camera look and look at you carefully. Because one of the things that we tell people when they bring a, a book to Crusade Miss is bring an issue that well represents the entirety of the series. And I think you hit a home run here because. I read this, and by the time I was done with it, I was like, I get it. And now I get why it's called Astro City. It's about things going on in the city. It doesn't have to follow this guy or that guy or this character, that character. It's about the city and the goings on. And through that conversation you just had with Pat, it just reinforced that. So that came through. I felt that come through the pages. So everything that Pat said, plus what a great book to sample the entire series. And I was really jazzed about it. 
I'm glad you enjoyed this, right? And you're right. I, anytime somebody asks me that's not a comic book person, they go, have you got a comic book that you can show me that like will maybe pique my interest? This is one of the first ones I always give them because it's not all capes and, and battles. It's it's a more human story. And quite frankly, it's one a lot of people can understand. I mean, there's no battles through time, but people, we've all suffered loss in our lives. And sometimes this is all about, you know, him suffering a loss and how he deals with it. So I think it represents the series well, like you said. And I just think it's just a really great story, top to bottom. It's, it's quick. I mean, it's a short it's a short story. To me, it, it does sum up the series very well. And again, you made an excellent point. It's Astro City. It's not the hangman or it's not Samaritan or it's not the confessor. It's everything that goes on in the city. And as, like I said, as you read the series, there's all kind of elements and they pick up from different people and tell their stories. It really just works for this book. Devin, let's go to you next. So it seems like the event that happened was like crisis. Like, so you never really get to see what happens to John Doe in crisis, right? You learn what happened to Superman or Supergirl or Flash, maybe. And but you, you never hear what happens to this guy. And so, of course, I'm drawn in, you know, the person's haunted by the memories of a woman named Miranda. So, I mean, geez, that's my wife's name. Uh, that, that might have like a, a, a little bit of of um, emotional link to me there. And, and it was kind of a haunting story that like he knew everything about this woman and he just could not place why. The cool thing here in the, in the book is that there was a logical ending of, of comic books, right? You know, there's a guy that said, look, man, there's this big war that we fought. Like we tried to get all the pieces to fit as much as we could back, but we, we could not get everything. And we just had to keep moving forward. And the guy's like, okay. And sometimes in real life, the answers aren't always there that neat, right? Or or, or sometimes you just can't get all the pieces to fit exactly the way that you want to. And, and us as normal mortals aren't really meant to know all of the answers. So this is a very unique take. I knew nothing about Astro City. And so I, I do appreciate getting the perspective of knowing it's not just what happens to the big superheroes. It's what happens to the little guy, too. And, you know, just like this guy, Michael, who like I would probably imagine you never saw in the rest of the Astro City run, nor was it relevant to ever see Michael again, necessarily. Just that the actions of those who are above in Valhalla have consequences of those who are here stuck on Midgard sometimes. So it was a cool story. I appreciate it. Sounds good. Yeah, it's uh, you made a good point there. You never have to see this guy again. So it's just if this is his story, and, you know, and the hangman says, I've got other people I have to visit tonight. But that opens up the door. Maybe we'll see somebody else that has something similar, but we don't necessarily have to see Michael again. So, all right. And this time last, but certainly not least, Jason, the weasel skull. What'd you think? Well, now that we got the amateurs out of the way, let's us Astro City fans talk about a great book. Yeah, Kurt Busick, after he did Marvels, which kind of has that flavor, right? It's that every person seeing these heroes battle and dealing with the effects of the battles and, and so forth, you know, was inspired to create this universe and what a universe it is. And, and I agree with Jared, you brought a great book to just demonstrate one little piece of it, but that's pretty much the heart and soul of these stories. You know, Kurt will write 
whatever he wants to write and he'll create characters he'll create fantastic characters he'll sometimes tell exciting arcs sometimes it'll be very personal and this is one of the personal ones and i just absolutely adored it i i loved it i thought the line in there that was so powerful to me was when he asked does anybody ever choose to forget said, nobody nobody chooses to forget and wow how powerful was that line at that moment so fantastic book i'm so glad that you brought it dave i think you're going to get some high scores from me and the rest of the team well i have loved y'all's comments um i'm glad you guys enjoyed it i really think it's a strong book it is like i said one of my favorites of all time again it is the book that if somebody has never read a comic book before this is the one i'll give them but with all that being said all those beautiful and wonderful comments now it's time to rate your interest in the series using the official crusademus candy cane scale on a scale from one to 12 candy canes 12 being extremely interested and one being no interest at all how many candy canes would you rate your interest in pursuing more issues of this title and we are going to start with mr host delvin i i love when it starts with me with if this is a redo of like yesterday i want to laugh my head off but <laughs> 99 percent sure this is a redo of yesterday it, it is it's gonna be a redo <laughs> And, and it's it's okay. I did enjoy it. I thought it was a great slice of life story. And I will be on the lookout for more Astro City because the only thing I could have told you before about Astro City was that it was written by Kurt Busick. That's it. That's all I knew about it. So I am intrigued. I wouldn't mind seeing more. I give it a 10. Outstanding. Sounds good, Pat. I feel like I put it at 11 candy canes and... This, I think, is something, I don't know what the cost is on these, you know, single issues. Are they easy to find out in the wild? Is there, like, a trade paperback already of these? I've grabbed a lot of them out of, like, dollar bins. Just okay. To say, I saw 10 today, actually, oh. in a dollar bin. So, yes, you can find them pretty easy. All right. Well, then, you know what I'm going to be doing when uh, HeroCon is around again? I'll start. That'll be your digging, buddy. Do some digging for some Astro City, then, definitely. So, I'm at 11. Sounds good. my interest. Sounds good. Mr. Yard Sale. Jared, how about you? If I read it, it... Never mind. Boy, I tell you, I'm right there with him. Ten and a half candy canes. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Wait, yep, no, mm-hmm. um, fact fact check this again. Listen to this dope new beat I just made. <laughs> yeah, Joe no, no. That, you're, <laughs> you're, you're not Joe. You're, no. you're Jared. Um, I know that for a fact. I'll join Delvin with with 10. I think that's a good spot to land for me as well. That's a high mark. That definitely means if I'm flipping through, especially like a 50 cent bin, it's getting pulled. You know, like I'm not going to flip past one. So um, maybe even a dollar. Yeah, I might I might go a dollar a book on those. And if I saw a good deal in an omnibus or a trade, yeah, I'd be willing to look into that. So yeah, no, that's a, that's a strong one. This is a good book and uh, I'm glad you brought it. Thank you, sir. Good score. I appreciate it. And Jason... Judging by this book alone, going with the humor, heart, spectacle, and art, I'd have to give humor a one. Not a lot of humor in this one. However, I do know that there are some series that have quite a bit in the series that have quite a bit of humor. But with this one, I'll give it a one. Heart, full three, obviously. Spectacle, I'm going to give it a two. There's not a lot of huge battles, but there's that great splash page. And to me, the spectacle was the inner conflict. And... It was just really well told. And art three, man, this art is just gorgeous. And it's perfect for the theme of the book. So that, if I'm doing my math right, that's three, six, eight, nine, nine. Jared says nine. 
And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and bump it up one uh, for your enthusiasm and give it a 10 as well. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. So let me just give one last recommendation for this series. I highly recommend the Confessor storyline from volume two, issues four through nine. It's a fantastic run. I promise you won't be disappointed. You can also pick that up in trade paperback as well. But that is probably one of the, if not the strongest runs in the series. It's got a lot of twists, a lot of turns. I highly recommend it. And that will wrap up day five of the 12 Days of Crusademus. We'd love to hear from you if you're familiar with any of the comics that we cover here on the show, or if you gave one of our recommendations a try. Let us know what you think. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You look up Longbox Crusade, you will find us. Email address, contact at longboxcrusade.com. Phone number even. You can leave us a voicemail at 707-532-5269. That is 707-532-LBOX. Pick up the Christmas phone. Pick up the Christmas phone, everybody. And if you're loving Crusademus and didn't get a chance to listen last year or just want to hear more Crusademus, if you scroll far enough back on our feed, you can find all the episodes from Crusademus past from 2017 all the way through 2022. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to come back tomorrow to find out what the next gift is from under the tree here in the festively decorated Longbox Crusade Studios. Thanks for having me, fellas. I hope everyone has a fantastic holiday season filled with friends, family, and good cheer. Until next time, DJ Cristados, play me a Christmas jam. Wicked, 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 whack. All songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Outtakes. All right, everyone's on mute except me. going to do my best to sound like I don't have a cold on this. All right, Dave. No pressure. Don't f*** it up.
<laughs> Until next time, DJ Christaldus. <laughs> the wicked the whack. Jingle, jingle. Good job. <laughs> Good job, mm. Battle Van. Whew. You got to be proud. I just died on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Jared, the sound was okay? I wasn't listening. Hmm. Just like you didn't read the book. <laughs>